Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized, and I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I do hope you're having a great start to your week. Well, tonight, our topic is back to school, the organized parents with Christy Lingo of Simple Solutions Organizing, a fellow organizer. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, my app suggestion, my repurpose suggestion, and I book my book pick for this week. And the question for this week is, what is your favorite back to school ritual? Now, I know a lot of times we always talk about, oh, we don't like this, we don't like that, but I want to know what your favorite back to school ritual is as a parent or was as a child. And I want you to share it on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and on Facebook. And now I want to share with you some comments I received from previous questions. So the question I posted, what is your solution for balancing work and life? Penny on Facebook posted, write down everything that you have to do in one column and then write down everything that you want to do in another column. Figure your timelines for each item, especially those that you have to be done right away. Compare the two columns and plan out travel, visiting friends, entertainment, and etc. Wow, that's a great tip. Then Elizabeth on Twitter said, move to a co-working space makes a huge difference in balancing that work and that life. And for the question, how do you manage to move How do you manage more than one calendar? Can't read my own writing. Bobby from Facebook posted, I have a personal calendar that I bring with me everywhere. It has my work schedule and my personal schedule and also has a place for notes. And she says she has an electronic calendar at work. She's an attorney. It has only her business schedule and when she'll be out of the office. Every week she coordinates the two calendars and I keep a paper calendar on my desk at work and try to add the appointments to the paper calendar when I add it to the electric calendar. So continue sharing with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. I would love your comments on all of these questions and more. So the fun fact for the week is 83.6 billion. 83.6 billion is spent on back to school stuff. And that's from muchneeded.com. So before I share with you this awesome, wisdom-packed interview with Christy Lingo, I want to share with you her bio. Christy Lingo is a professional organizer and mom of two boys in Columbus, Ohio. She loves working with overwhelmed mamas who love their kiddos but hate the mess. Her goal is to help you organize and simplify so you can do more what you love to do with who you love. She is the host of Cocktails and Containers, a podcast dedicated to two of her favorite things, organizing tips and cocktail recipes. And she is the author of 101 Clutter-Free Gifts and Why You Want Them. She's been featured as an organizing expert on Good Day Columbus and several podcasts in the United States and UK. So without further ado, here is my interview with Christy Lingo. Well, listeners, I'm excited because Christy Lingo of 
fellow organizer is going to be here sharing some strategies as we go back to school. You know, you parents out there, you look at the calendar, you get panicky. And so <laughs> that's why I brought Christy here. So Christy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Janet. I'm so excited to like meet you in person because I've seen you on social media for years. So this is awesome. So before we get started with all the questions, Christy, how did you get started in the profession of organizing? Well, so I am actually celebrating 10 years this September. And what happened was my husband and I basically decided that we wanted to start a family. And the job that I was working previously wouldn't have worked very well with a kid's schedule. I often had to be into work very early in the morning, and so did he. And so I started exploring options for entrepreneurship. And one of the first things I did was make a make a list of what I thought I was good at. And so organizing was one of the things. And I just kind of started um, examining different options. And then as sort of fate would have it, which is so amazing to me, my, I was at my old job and somebody came walking through with a shirt on that said, who's your organizer? And she was a professional organizer. And I'm not even joking. This is like two weeks after I've started exploring it. And she invited me to a NAPO meeting, which is the National Association of Productivity Organizing Professionals. And it was done. After that, I went, I met the women there. They were amazing. I was able to mentor or they were my mentors for several years while I sort of got my business up and running. And it just was the perfect balance of being able to have a flexible schedule, but also work within a skill set that I felt passionate and comfortable with. Mm. So Christy, as we, or as some people get ready for that back to school routine, parents are always so frantic. So like, what are some of the things that parents really just get so frantic about during that, the season? So I think the number one thing that I hear about from my clients and, the, and that I for myself have struggles with is time because you go from sort of loosey goosey, no real schedule in the summer often to very rigid, waking up early, going to bed again, or, you know, you've got long periods of time where the kids are out of the house and things just aren't getting done the way that they were. And so I think that really getting a good handle on the time that you have while you still have sort of summer and you can start setting some of those routines in place now is really important. I also think one big struggle I see is people who don't finish up last year before this year starts. So they've still got backpacks full of stuff. They've still got papers from the previous year or two or three <laughs> or more. They've got clothes that don't fit their kids. And so figuring out your routine and schedule and then sort of finishing out last year so you can start this year on a clean slate. Those are the two biggest things that I try to do for myself and that I encourage my clients to do to make sure that they set themselves up for success. Mm. And it's interesting how you said about the clothes because yesterday my girlfriend, she was just texting me back and forth because she was going through the kids' closet. Now, mind you, they're in college, but she's like, Janet, she's like, I'm getting rid of this stuff. She said, because it's back to school season. I know somebody can use these clothes. So out they go. So that's Absolutely. a really good that's the time to sell them. Cause if you're going to, you know, if you're thinking, well, these are good quality, they only wore them for a year or for five months, who, depending on how old your kids are and you can take them to the resale shops, but you're not going to be able to take that stuff to the resale shops in the winter. If it's short sleeves and tank tops and things like that. So do it now. So you can make a little bit of that money back and pay for the school clothes for this year. 
Yeah, and I love the way you said about the backpacks. You know, that's something we don't really think about. It's like they probably come home in June or May, depending on where they are, and they just put them aside. And then now it's that time of year again, and it's like, oh, you've got something in here from October 2018. So it happens so often. And I think it's, you know, we all kind of get that. We're just so excited to jump into summer that it's way more fun to do that than it is to sort of like finish things off. But if you didn't do it back in June or May when the kids got out of school, just take time and do it now. I swear it takes like an hour, maybe two it at the most to sort of set yourself up with the clothes and the papers and the backpacks and the shoes and everything. But it will be so worth it to know that it's all finished and you can just move forward. Mm. So what strategies do you have for parents as they get into the new school year? and how they can really prepare themselves. Because it's my belief, even though I don't have any biological children, I've got godchildren, that we as adults kind of set the standard sometimes, especially for the younger children. And then as they get older, they begin to see certain routines and patterns for us. So how can some parents really just begin to like put some strategies in place in their home to really have some smooth morning routines from September and beyond? Yeah. And you know, that morning routine is so important because that just sets your whole day up for success. And so I think that being a good model of the behavior you want your kids to be, if you wake up in the morning, you're waking up, sleeping to the last minute, hitting the snooze button, running around frantically searching for a matching pair of socks. If that's the behavior that you're showing your kids in the morning, that's what they're going to grow up to do. And so really sort of turn that, you know, focus inward for a second and figure out like, what is it that you have to do for yourself to set yourself up for a successful morning and a successful day? And then how can you teach your kids to not only work alongside you for themselves, but then to start learning to do things like that independently? Because I think so often as parents, it's easier just to do everything. It's easier to pack the kids' lunches and to put out the kids' clothes and do that all themselves. But then they're never going to learn that skill. And organizing is a skill. Learning to put together a meal is a skill. You know, learning to go through a morning routine, like brushing your teeth and brushing your hair and getting dressed. That's all skills that we need to work on and refine. And I think, you know, we're so far removed from it. We forget that somebody ran through teaching us how to do those things. And I often see it with a lot of, because I work with a lot of moms. Uh, they have a lot of kids, you know, that maybe grew up in a less organized household. And that's, you know, why I'm there. It's good. It's job security. But, you know, I... I see what happens when there isn't any sort of emphasis put on having a routine and having skills and sort of teaching the kids independence that it then sort of things start to flounder and then they grow into teenagers and maybe even college age kids that don't have these skills. And it's just, it's very important that they go out into the world when they're not at home with mom and dad and grandma and whoever else is there sort of like guiding them. They need to be a little more independent. So model the behavior yourself that you would like your kids to do and then set them up for success by teaching them to be independent within the routines that you're setting up. Mm, yeah, that, those were nuggets. Those were wisdom nuggets, Christy. Thank you. So in your household, are there a couple of like things that are you must do during the school year, or even throughout the year for you and your family? 
Yes. So we for sure have a morning routine. And the way that I create the morning routine for my boys is we need to leave the house at 840 because they need to be to school at nine. And that gets them there in plenty of time where they don't have to wait along around too long. But they are, you know, there before the bell rings that they have to be in their class. I start from 840 and I work backward and I say, okay, so five minutes before I want them to have their shoes on. And 10 minutes before, I want them to be brushing teeth and hair. And 10 minutes before that, I want them to have their clothes on. And this sounds like very sort of like regimented and militaristic, but the idea is, is that that gets me back to the point of which I can say they need to be eating breakfast at this time. They need to be, you know, done eating breakfast at this time. And kids love structure and routine. They love schedule. That's why preschoolers are very sort of regimented. This is story time. This is craft time. This is play time. And the teachers also cue them. And by knowing exactly what's coming up, I can say, in five minutes, we're going to get dressed. You need to finish up your breakfast. And now we're going to move on to getting dressed. And then, hey, guys, I need you down here in two minutes to brush your teeth. And it seems like it's a lot of work. But trust me, in the end, they know exactly where they're going. They know exactly where they need to be. And we get out the door. We have not been late for school. Knockwood one single time and my kids have been going to school and preschool for four years and it's because of that routine now does it go smoothly every morning no is it like perfection no but I would say 90% of the time they know exactly where and when they're supposed to be doing and what they're supposed to be doing and it just makes those mornings go so smoothly and like I said before that's going to set your whole day up for success if you're running out the door frazzled and the kids have one shoe and they're eating chips for lunch like that's nobody's having a good day then so we want to try to set them up for the best success possible (laughs) and the second thing that I want to make sure that I do is regular sort of like paper maintenance because they, they come home with so many papers. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, there should be trees named for every child in the United States based on the number of papers that come home. And so every Friday when my son comes home, and it used to be me doing it with him. Now he does it on his own. He goes through. He chooses the things that he thinks would be worthy of keeping. And he's got a little folder that he puts them in. And I tell you what it's to the point now where it's so most weeks he doesn't keep any of it. He kept very few things from the last year and he's going into second grade. So it's not like he's a teenager. This is a second grader. He just turned eight and he's doing this himself. But every Friday opens up that folder, takes everything out, throws away or recycles the things that he doesn't want, keeps the things that he does. And then his backpack is cleaned out and ready. And having that regularly scheduled clean out for the backpack, makes sure that it's not going to get to the point where it's overstuffed and over full. Like I see so many backpacks get, you know, kids just stuff, 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 mm-hmm. stuff. And then you have a plan what goes on with that paper. Mm. Chrissy, you are teaching your children so many wonderful skills, but just life skills, because one, you're teaching them about how important it is to be on time. So that can just carry over into adulthood. And therefore, you know, they won't be late for work, but also just getting them in a routine of constantly purging and letting go so that they're not at a point at the end of the school year where they've got a mountain of papers to go through and they're a little overwhelmed and just trying to figure out what to keep and what not to keep, but also teaching him how the value of things. This really doesn't have value to me, so I can let it go. 
That's 100% what my goal is. You know, I, I have come in contact with people in my past that have not had these skills taught to them. And when it gets hard, when I get frustrated, when I feel like they're not getting it, or when I feel like it's taking a really long time, I think of those people that I knew as adults who didn't have these life skills and, or I think of some of my clients who look at me and say, I never learned how to organize. My mom never taught me the value of, of things and what to prioritize or how to prioritize. I think of those things. And then that's what keeps me going of like, yes, it's taking 45 minutes to clean out seven pieces of paper from a backpack. But in the end, I'm going to be so glad that he knows these skills. And he does. Yay, Christy. And congratulations on 10 years. Thank you. Yeah, it flew by, man. (laughs) And it does. It really does. When you're in our profession, it just flies by. So how can people get connect with you, get in contact with you? Yeah. So I love Instagram. That's probably where I hang out the most. Although I have been, you know, I've been on and off this summer just because I've been trying to spend more time with the kids. But once school starts, I'll be back in action more often. But it's at Christy Lingo, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-L-I-N-G-O. And then um, on Facebook, I have a Cocktails and Containers community, which Cocktails and Containers is my podcast, which I give home organizing tips and a cocktail recipe. So you can listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. But then the Facebook community, also called Cocktails and Containers, we do decluttering challenges. Um, It's just a great way for people to post a picture of like, what do I do with this space? And then everybody chimes in and says, oh, I have this, or I tried this, or have you tried this? Um, It's a great little supportive community. And um, I'm always in there asking or answering questions and things like that. So it's a great way to have access to me. So those are probably the two places that I'm easiest to get with. And then of course, my website is simplesolutionsorganizing.com. And listeners, you know, I will have a direct link to Christy's website so you can connect with her. Well, Christy, thank you so much. This has been a joy and it's so nice to have face-to-face contact, even though they'll be listening to us, but it's so wonderful to see your beautiful face. Oh, Janet, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. And I couldn't agree more. I love the fact that we could actually have a real conversation. (laughs) So was that a wisdom-filled interview? Christy Lingo dropped so many little wisdom nuggets. So you're going to want to listen to this again. You're going to want to share it with family and friends. So now for the Taylor's tip time, and I have some tips for parents as they prepare for back to school. I'm a little tongue-tied. So number one, you want to create a family meeting night where everybody gets together. You look over everybody's schedule. Who's got hockey practice? Who's got to stay late for work? Who has to go to the craft store to pick up supplies for a project? Number two, use a calendar system, whether it's an electronic-based or a physical calendar that everybody can access and see. Number three, plan your meals so that every night, maybe sometimes everybody's getting in late, but we all have to eat healthy. So you can just pop something in the oven and get it warm. Number four, establish zones. When the mail comes in, where the shoes are going to go, where the book bags are going to go, making sure the coats have a zone and those book bags. And number five, plan the night before. So making sure everything's already prepped the night before so you're not looking for things in the morning. So create a family meeting. Number one, use a calendar system everybody can access. If 
plan your meals, create zones for things like shoes and book bags and mail, and plan the night before. So maybe you have decided it is time to get organized, but you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling lonely. I have a Facebook group, Get My Life Totally Organized group. It's a great environment where not only people share resources, but you get access to me. So if you post a photo, if you post a video and say, Janet, I do not know what to do and where to start, I will take you on the journey, the steps in order to get from that cluttered space to that clutter-free space. But also, sometimes you may have a, a dilemma and there's other members in the group that kind of share with you. And sometimes somebody may share something that they bought and it may be helpful to somebody else. Or sometimes it's just getting that support, that cheerleaders around you when you do clear that space. So all you have to do is you just go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com, and then you just click on the Get My Life Totally Organized group, and you can join. And it's only a dollar for the first 30 days, so you can get a feel of the group to see if it's something you want. And of course, if you are satisfied and you want to stay, then you will have um, access, unlimited access for just $7 a month, which is probably less than what you're paying for coffee, but you will have a clear clutter-free space. Or maybe you are looking for some individual one-on-one. So please feel free to reach out to me at JanetMTaylor.com. Click on the contact page and we can get started on the journey to helping you live that organized life. Well, of course, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for following me via social media. I want to thank you for commenting and interacting with me out there on social media. So please, when you have a chance, check out my Pinterest page and specifically my boards. I have a board that kids can be organized and a board about organized papers. So whether you want to clear the clutter out from the kids room or just the clutter of the paper piles in your life, I have those two boards as well. Well, today is Monday, and you know what that means. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday, and it is time to toss the memos, the flyers, the information on your memo board, your bulletin board, your refrigerator that have expired. So again, all of those things over the past few months that you've like, "Mm, I need to do this, I need to get to that. Well, you're moving into the school year. So you need to get rid of all that stuff that's expired. So that's my Toss It Tuesday tip for this week. Of course, my app suggestion still is Kusha. So for all of you parents out there who just really need to manage not only your schedules, your kids' schedules, and the other activities that you have going on in your home and in your life, then, of course, check out Kusha. It's a great app that will help everybody stay organized. My product suggestion, of course, is check out my command center section on my um, Amazon shop. For all of those items you need to create the command center that will benefit you and your family. My repurpose suggestion is, you know, getting the kids involved, using some of those tin cans, those jars to store paint brushes, to store crayons, etc. So get them involved into repurposing items so they can organize their nice little study area or their craft area. 
My book selection for this week is Purpose Driven Life. Purpose Driven Life. I have read that book a couple of times. I'm enjoying it again. So I would suggest that you dive in as well and just really rediscover yourself like I am this summer. And of course, my quote of the week is, we never know the love of a parent till we become parents ourselves. I'm going to leave you with that this week. So coming up, we're still going to be talking about how to get organized for the school year. So we're going to be talking about how you get your house organized, how you can better manage your time as a family, and so much more. So I want to thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And of course, please visit me on my website at JanetMTaylor.com. So until next time, have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.